LPD 1041. Signal 10 assistance. Inside the Squad, presented by the Lafayette Police Department. To protect and serve isn't just a motto, it's our mission. Sending another unit. Step it up. Welcome back, Inside the Squad 2024. Glad to be back, been a while, a couple years, I think. Um, Lieutenant Hartman here at Lafayette Police Department, been here 18 years. I'll be one of the regulars on the podcast. Captain Gossard, go ahead and introduce yourself. Captain Gossard, uh, Brian Gossard. Um, been here for 20 years and in charge of admin services. My name's Scott Galloway. I'm the police chief, and me and Brian were the originators of the Inside the Squad, so glad to be back with him, and I've been a police officer for 25 years and proud to serve the city of Lafayette as a police chief. And I'm M.K. Reilly, LPD's community engagement manager, so I'm the newbie here. <laughs> thanks for having me. Yeah. And M.K., thanks for setting this up. I think it's good to get back at doing this again, and the short episode here to explain what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. So this episode is titled, We're Back. <laughs> um, can you two explain, because you're the originators, yeah, and what actually, the Brian history Yeah, Brian was my boss, and so I'll let him explain. Uh, yeah. So uh, the previous chief wanted to start a podcast, um, and he threw it on my desk, and uh, the chief was a sar- my sergeant at the time, so we, we kicked it off, and uh, it's probably a little embarrassing yeah, to go back fo- and listen to those <laughs> first episodes. There was a photo shoot that was embarrassing. Yeah. There's a, yeah, some embarrassing episodes. So, But now you just have to say, yes, chief. Yeah. yeah. Get it done. <laughs> yeah. And I heard that was a professional photo shoot. It yeah, was, yeah. Professional headshots. That's out of down, our comfort zone. <laughs> street. We should have brought that with us. That would have been a good thing. Oh, it still exists somewhere, shot. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh, how much have we changed since... That yeah, gray hair and no hair. Like a, and did you have hair back then? I did not. No, I I uh, shaved my head right before the academy, so I haven't had hair for like nineteen and a half yeah, years. No, no beard. So too. That's so the we, second time somebody's <laughs> asked me about that today. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was it's uh people seem to like it, but we've gotten out of the swing of doing it. So thanks MK for bringing it back and new technology, new room, new equipment. So this is great. Yeah. yeah. So it was previously hosted in city hall. Is that correct? It was. Yeah. In council chambers. Well, we did it for a while. Matchbox, which was really yep. cool. It was a good space. And then city hall and it just, yeah, really, we didn't have any video features, but this is good. It's very cozy. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So for our listeners who are just listening on audio, we're actually in the media room in the new public safety center. Yeah, we're all equipped with mics, cameras, mm. right? Yeah. <laughs> Fourth yeah. floor. Yeah. So, Justin, do you want to go over what we have in store, what your vision for the podcast is? Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of whatever we want to make of it. I know that we have uh, we have one coming up soon. Uh, you know, is Lafayette safe? I think that's going to be a, a good one that uh, people are going to want to tune into, answer some questions about, about crime that we have here. Uh, you know, we have a vision talking about different areas within our department, uh, you know, whether that's dispatch or specialties, uh, maybe a segment on, on bringing in a retiree and talking about life after policing. Uh, and, and really, we want this to be, uh, you know, what, what do people want to hear? So we're open to um, if there's something that, that you want to hear that, that you want us to discuss, send that to us and uh, we'll toss around the idea of, of talking about it. Yeah, like any topics um, you guys have email it to us. Um, our email is inside the squad at lafayette.in.gov um, or you can send us a private message on social media. 
And this is a good outlet, too, to talk about uh, things that happen in the community that, you know, may not get a lot of um, press or you want to know more information about. So this is a good opportunity to really get in detail of some of the things that are going on. And we want to do that. We want to talk about what crimes are going on, how our guys respond to things. So we want to be open and give information about what it is like to be a police officer. Yeah, that, when we talked about bringing this back, MK, I think one of the things we we talked about is like the transparency piece mm-hmm. to the community, right? Like there's nothing that we want to hide or need to hide, and we can we can kind of utilize this to talk about everything that's important to, to keep people informed. So, uh, no, I'm lo- really looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, and there's a, a lot going on both, you know, inside the squad and in Lafayette. Um, so being able to produce this podcast at least once a month you know, we'll, we'll provide updates, anything that's happening in the city, on the force, the big picture, any tips, tips or tricks. Got a lot in store. And then you are also doing some things on social media, right, with uh, producing stats on a monthly basis that we yep. want to push out on our website. The website, mm-hmm. MK, has really improved that to be a functioning thing that we can go to and get information. So that's also a good asset for us and the community. Yeah, and not just the podcast, but we're really vamping up communications. And if you guys aren't following us on social media, be sure to do that on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, X. Um, we're on Nextdoor, website. So something's going on here. You should know about it right. in some form or fashion. So as for guests, um, I mean, we have people lined up from the force, city members, city leaders. Um, what's, who, who is you guys' dream guest? Ooh, mm. Oh man, put us on the spot. Yeah, I, know. I, I think it'd be good to have like merit board members. I think the mayor probably want to be involved at some some level. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like the merit board. I, I you know, uh, I I was talking today to somebody that outside the agency, they had no idea we even had a merit board. Like so, just things like that that people don't even know. You know how we operate and, and things like that. And so yeah, that's. Can you explain what the merit board is? Yeah, it's the uh, governing body that is picked by the city council and the mayor and the police department to hire, fire, discipline, promote police officers. And they're the actual, ar- they're the arbiter of who this the police department is. That was yeah. it. Captain Gosser. I, I, can't yours. I mean, the, one thing, uh, we don't have uh, officer representation. There's no officers on that board. It's all civilians that live in the city and they decide, you know, who gets hired and uh, disciplined and, uh, you know, promoted. Yeah. Yeah, we, well, as this goes on, it grows. I told Brian, you know, that the first ep- episode or season of Seinfeld wasn't great, so we will get better and we'll get better guests, and the, hopefully the people listening will give us ideas and help Be- us. Along. Better guests than us? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so this is a little promo um, podcast. We'll keep it short this time, but our next one will be full length, which is titled "Is Lafayette Safe." And that's a huge, I mean, we do a lot of talks. I know the mayor deals with it a lot uh, based on, you know, a lot of the things people see in the media, social media. So we want to address that immediately up front, be open about it. It might be something we talk about multiple times in multiple podcasts, but. I think that's something everybody has an idea or opinion about. Yeah. Um, I mean, we see it every day. So our opinion is a little skewed, I guess, but, uh, you know, we're not just looking at the headlines. Um, And who's going to be the guest on that? Micah. Crime analyst, yeah. Mike is He's really good. He's sharp. And like Brian said, we, we get the luxury of seeing behind the scenes. We know what's going on. We know the pace. We know the op tempo of what's going on. And citizens don't. So this will be a chance for them to hear that firsthand. And you know, it's the perfect time with um, 2024 just beginning. So we'll have yeah. all of the stats from 
previous yep. year. And we can publish those. Let's publish yep. Uh, stats in maybe a 20 year span or so, or 10 year span of stats. Yeah. Sounds we'll do good. That. Yeah. All right. I look forward to it. So something we want to add to the end of every podcast is the opportunity to answer questions from our viewers. Um, so recently I asked on social media what questions um, you all have um, and we'll answer. So I have a few of them here. Give a little shake. Mm -hmm. All right. First up, it's a funny one. Where does the police donut stereotype come from? So I, I think, I don't know, I mean, I've, I've looked this up before, too, just out of curiosity, <laughs> that donut shops or, or coffee shops were the only thing open at night back in the day. So now you have 24-hour restaurants, you have places like that, but when cop policing first started, I think, and they were, police officers were using vehicles, that was the only place open, so there were donut shops, and that's where that happened, I think, and... I'm not going to lie. I still like eating donuts. People bring them to us. I'll yeah. eat a donut. I don't have a problem with it. Oh, yeah. And yeah. cops love donuts because everybody loves donuts. Yeah. Right. Right. They're delicious. Right. Yes. The better question is what percentage of our agency eats donuts? Yeah, I, I think it's probably 100. Ooh. It's probably <laughs> Including yesterday when they brought them. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get any. I didn't see the email. It was all, all glazed yeah. yesterday. Good stuff. We ate them uh, too fast. Sorry, Chief. <laughs> How many calls do dispatch get a day? You were in charge of dispatch for a while. Yeah, ballpark is about 500 calls. Um, oh. I don't know what the breakdown is. Do you know offhand? 911 versus no, the third, 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 third or 911. Yeah, yeah. two-thirds non-emergency. So they're busy. Yeah. yeah, and I think the officers, um, when I was in patrol, I was a captain of patrol, I, there's some nights where you're getting a, a police call about every five minutes in a 12-hour span, so that's hopping. Wow. Yeah. Do a good job. Yeah, Very ethical part of the agency, for sure. Next up. What is the most you can safely go mm. over the speed limit and not get pulled over? It, it, when we do our hiring process, one of the captain's work questions is oh, about don't discretion. Give it away. Yeah. Don't give it away. Um, but we always have to help people through that question because nobody knows rules and regulations and, and has an idea of pulling people over. But... And there's so much that goes yeah, into yeah. it. Like, how busy are we? Is everybody tied up? Uh, you know, what, where in the city are you uh, doing traffic enforcement? Are you, are you in a school zone? Or are you out on veterans? Other conditions? Are you aggressive driving? Uh, so a lot takes place. In so there's the no black making. and white no. answer. No. Um, it's different for every officer. Um, you know, it. I don't know if you're getting pulled over for five over very often, but uh, it can happen. And, but you can technically get pulled over for even going one mile. Yes, the limit, the limit is the limit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just a suggestion. Yeah. It's the limit. But it, we got to be reasonable about things, and that's what we like from officers is be reasonable, use discretion, and make good decisions and use your time wisely. Context is important. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Last one. <laughs> I love the shake for yeah. good measure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to summarize this question. It's kind of a lengthy one. It, it talks about uh, Uvalde, Texas, and the response there uh, from the officers. 
Uh, and basically it's asking what does uh, LPD do differently or what does LPD do training-wise um, that the community could expect as far as response if, if that would ever happen here. Yeah, and that's the that's the call that everybody doesn't want to get, but we, we got to prepare for and we prepare, for, prepare yearly and we prepare multiple times by equipping and making sure our officers know that if that happens, we're going in. And it, whether it's me or the brand new officer, we're responding the same and we are going after the active shooter and we're going to eliminate that shooter immediately and not wait around. And uh, those things are critical that we know how to do that and do it well. We've even had multi-jurisdictional training where we've had the, the actors dress up with having, you know, fake blood and things on them to make it real. We've also gone to the schools with our active shooter team to train all of the mm -hmm. teachers in the school. So this is a high top priority thing and then in and training you what you're in charge of yeah and all these uh, you know incidents make national news and that's a good um, place for us to learn what works what doesn't how, how can we adapt our training if it needs to be uh, tweaked and one other thing I want to point out uh, it's not just a the back end response that we're preparing for it's the the front end investigations if we get a tip about threats to a school we will run that down immediately uh, and and solve it before it becomes a real problem. We've made arrests even just recently. We've made arrests, kids, you know, saying yeah. something on social media. We get the alert. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Within hours, our guys have made arrests to get that person so they don't go to school the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm just thinking over the years that I've been here, the amount of active shooter trainings we've done. I know we used Tippy Mall one night. Um, so, I mean, the, the training opportunities here are endless to, to try to prepare for those situations. But... I mean, those are those are difficult, ever evolving, and yeah, that was a good one. I mean, that was when we were sprinting through the mall. Yeah, that I was mean, fun. A, yeah, it's fun. It's it, fun it, doing that training. I mean, being a cop's fun. It, it, it yeah. I mean, it, it kind of brings a little reality mm -hmm. to it that you got to be prepared for. Yeah, so. I remember that night. Yeah. And LPD also offers training to organizations, right? We do have an active shooter group, um, and I think uh, Sergeant O'Shields is running that group now. So. Um, but yeah, they do. They they do go around and, and offer trainings, and um, they'll they'll walk through your your facility or your factory, whatever it may be, and kind of talk about safety and what you could be doing to uh, help keep yourself safer. So uh, yeah, those are always things that we're um, more than willing to do. If if they want to reach out to us, we can arrange those. Good deal. Well. I think that's a wrap for this episode. Looking forward to the next one. That'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. And for everyone listening, uh, you can find all these podcasts on SoundCloud, Spotify. Um, we'll upload a video onto YouTube. Be sure to follow us on social media. What are social media? Facebook, Instagram? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. How should we sign off? Is there a, uh, is no, there a, a signal? He's the guy here. <laughs> Is there a signal that, um, you know, like close to the show? Drop the tin code. Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to having you next time on our Is Lafayette Safe episode. For now, Inside the Squad is 1042. Good one. Perfect. Perfect.